What up, the 1615 Media Group, and I'm your host, Ronnie Ranson, and man, it feels pretty good to be back on to the podcast. I was gone all last week. I had gotten sick, and I was being stubborn at the beginning of last week and didn't want to go see a doctor. I think uh, I actually wrote and started working on a sermon about the spirit of stubbornness and how sometimes you can uh, you can be so stubborn that you avoid listening to people who can actually help you and you know I had an example in there of last week whenever I was sick I was told by a friend to go to the doctor but I'm used to just going to the gym and sweating it out and uh, this particular moment I realized that the burning of the sweat wasn't getting me anywhere so I had to go to the doctor and get a shot real bad sinus infection so I was out but please believe I still stayed in that word um I'm going to pause on the sermon of stubbornness and tap into the sermon of of love. The primary commands. You know, uh, I deal with talking to a lot of individuals who are trying to learn about their relationship with God and they're trying to learn how to get closer with God. And it can be a very, very difficult thing. But see, that's not God's intent. God's intent is not for this journey to be difficult in fact it's intended for you to understand what he expects of you and it all comes down to two things you see we deal with a lot of religious people and there's nothing against religion you see religion is kind of like the training wheels to a bicycle you really can't learn to ride the bike without them or you'll destroy yourself as as a child but once you learn how to ride the bike with the training wheels you take them off and you're able to go a straight path and you you know you understand that you don't need the training wheels anymore and before you know it you're riding with no hands that's called faith so yes religion is imperative uh there are some key factors in religion that could help you but it's not mandatory to be religious being religious does not get you into heaven being religious does not uh make you better in the eyes of god in fact it's a separation of god's purpose You have black Baptists and white Baptists. You have black rich Baptists and black poor Baptists. And then it goes into Catholicism. You have white Catholics and you have Mexican Catholics. And the Mexican Catholics in the poverty-stricken areas, they do things different than the Catholics who are rich, you know. And then you have the churches with the gold ceilings. And you have the churches that have the fancy pews. And then, you know, if your church doesn't have what their church has... You're not as great of a Catholic as they are. So there's so many things that religion does to people. And I say all the time that Sunday is the most segregated day of the week. You know, everybody goes their own way. You have all these people going their own way, but they believe in the same God. If you believe that Christ is Savior, you believe in the same thing. You just go about it differently. And that's not... God's intention. We're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 22 verses 34 today. And uh, I feel like this is going to really sum it up for the newer Christians, you know, because we know that Moses brought to us the Ten Commandments and uh, the Ten Commandments are, you know, very detailed. Uh, They're very, very, they're non-vague. They're straight to the point. 
Y'all know the Ten Commandments. We'll never go through them. Um, but there, it comes down to two simple things. When Christ came and it says that when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they came together. And one of them, an expert in law, asked a question to Jesus. He said, teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? Which command in the law is the greatest? And he said to them, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and all of your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Okay? Love your neighbor as yourself. It says all and it says all the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. Okay? It depends on those two commands. So you have some people out here, they want to live by the law. But it's impossible to live by the law without Christ Jesus. You see, you you couldn't do it. That's why he died for you. The problem is we have still some people who are trying to attempt to live by the laws. And don't get me wrong, you may be able to live by the laws, but it's just like the rich man. The rich man said, uh, you know, what do I need to do to inherit the kingdom of heaven? And God said, sell all of your belongings and follow me. And then you'll be perfect. So this rich guy was like, hey, I'm already following all the commands. What do I need to do to go to heaven? He said, well, sell all your possessions and then you'll be perfect. In other words, you can't be perfect even if you follow all the commands because you're still lacking something. See, this man had so many riches that it could have been a sign of greed. It could have been a sign of selfishness. It's not bad to be rich, but it, to who much is given, much is required. So to all the people out there who are new Christians, let me just make you happy today. You don't have to be perfect on your own, but you need to be perfect through Jesus because he's perfect for you, right? All you need to do is focus on two things right now. No matter what any Christian tells you, no matter what anyone tells you, focus on these two things in Matthew chapter 22, verses 34. All the way through 40. Verse 37 says, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. And secondly, love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you can do those two things, then you are completing the task that Jesus has expected of you. See, many people say things like, you know what the Bible says, it says, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Yes, he gave his son, but his son is not what stayed. The body is what stayed. Christ rose. Therefore, God gave love. It took love to give his son. So in the act of him giving Jesus to us, it was an act of him showing us love. Jesus's name could very much well be love. That's why when he said those he said, you people cannot see the father, but through me, you got to come through me to get to the father. If you got to come through him, that means you have to come through love because love was given to us. We have to go through love to get to heaven. 
That's why it says, love your neighbor, love your God. It's cool. It's very, very simple. But people make it so difficult with the religious expectations. You have to be careful. And shout out to all my Baptist brothers and sisters and shout out to all my Church of Christ brothers and sisters. Listen, I love you guys so much. But it's imperative that we be careful on how we pound the laws onto new Christians. Pounding the laws, pounding the rules. There are rules, there are regulations. But Jesus was notorious for making people uncomfortable because he broke so many of the religious practices. He even told the Pharisees that you serve me with your mouth, but your heart is far from me. The Pharisees were following all the rules. You guys have to understand that these were individuals who were doing everything to the T on the outside. But Jesus told them, clean the inside of your cup and the outside will be clean. But what the Pharisees like to do is portray a certain thing, but they were not who they say they were. There is a cold difference between being in Christ Jesus and acting like you are. Because when you're in him, you're already forgiven. Focus on those two things. If you're listening to this today and you're confused, I remember whenever I was uh, first saved, I strayed away from God because I felt it was too much to keep up with. I said, he knows I love him. That's all that matters. He knows I love him. He knows how much I care about him. I don't need to read this Bible every day because it's confusing me. But see, the devil is the author of confusion. If you're confused about something, that's not God's intention. What God intends for you to do is have an understanding. The Bible says in Proverbs, if you don't have anything, have an understanding. And sometimes it takes time. But I can tell you, as far as my testimony goes, to shrink everything up and make it concise and more understandable for you. Focus on those two things at this point. If you're the person I'm talking about, if you're the person that's battling with biblical theological knowledge and you don't know what's right, what's wrong, focus on those two things for now and pray about the rest. And I promise you, you'll be just as blessed as the next person following all the rules. Love your God with all of your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love your neighbor. And remember, if God ain't in it, you ain't winning. Thank y'all so much.